Well, well, well. Here we are again. Episode 71 of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Jake. I'm Joe. And you probably know that by now. I'd hope so after 71 episodes. So today, we are going to bring to you a bunch of little stuff, a bunch of little choppy doos. We're going to put them all together. Is this Tidbits Episode 3? Hey. Do you remember? Do you yeah, remember that's tidbits? right. Tidbits, man. Tidbits we, 1 and 2. I haven't thought of that in a long time. We this did, is kind of Tidbits I, I, 3. I think yeah. we did two of them, right? Is This must be the third Tidbits. Yep. This is definitely Tidbits all right, 3. This is Tidbits 3. But before we get into all that stuff, I should, well, I should probably tell you what it's going to be. Yeah, tell us so, the Tidbits. Tell us so about those So a couple bits. of the Tidbits that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about age requirements on certain things like voting, joining the military, drinking alcohol, smoking, all kinds of stuff like that. See what we can get for discussion. I also want to talk about how people tend to make excuses and take the easy way out instead of being optimistic and making a difference. Sounds very general now. It'll come together later. That's just a little taste of what's to come. Before we do that, let's talk about our weeks. Joe, how was your weekend, man? My weekend was all right. We all hung right. out. We did some other stuff. Or specifically, I did some other stuff. I did an oil change in my car for the first time. Uh, it was so nice on Sunday that Michaela and I spent... Uh, your, your, ter- uh, your Corolla for the first time. Not yes. your first time ever doing an oil change. Right. Right. Actually, I think this might be the first time I've ever mentioned that I have a Corolla now. I don't have a Subaru anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've mentioned that yet this season. Yeah, my Subaru kind of, uh, I mean, I don't want to say. Are you trying to tell me that it's unreliable? I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that it lived a good life and <laughs> its time had come. So I traded it in and got a Toyota Corolla All right. because I'm sick of dealing with potentially unreliable vehicles. And I just want one that I know is going to be reliable. <laughs> I don't blame you. Can't get more reliable than a Toyota. It can't get more reliable than a Corolla. But anyway, yeah, I did an oil change for the first time on it since I got it. It was not enjoyable. There's a cap that goes over the oil filter. And Toyota's very particular when they say don't over-torque the cap because it will be impossible to get off again. Mm -hmm. Well, whoever did the oil change last over-torqued the living hell out of that cap. (laughs) And it took me an hour and a half to get off the car. That's crazy. So an oil change that normally, they normally take me about 20 minutes to do, it took me two hours because it took me so long to get the cap off i had to run to autozone to buy a part that i didn't or a tool rather that i didn't have to get the cap off and i think i gave myself a hernia in the process but (laughs) i got the cap off and i did the oil change it's all that matters man and i guess it wasn't horrible anyway because it was so nice out sunday that i didn't mind being outside that's true what about you how was your weekend really great this weekend while we hung out what we do I think it's a given at this point. Saturday. I don't think we need to like explain yeah. that we hang out because oh, it happens out. every surprise, weekend. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> we should just mention when we don't hang out. That makes more sense. That's weirder. It's yeah. more of an anomaly. We had a little bit of a board game night that basically was just a game of Chameleon and, and then, then Mario Party. Mario Party mini games. <laughs> mini games. Yeah. Which was fun. It was still a good night though. Yep. And then, don't think you're going to get away with this, Joe. Oh no! Please don't. Sunday morning. It wasn't even that big a deal. You, we all, making... Oh, it wasn't a big deal, so I'll just mention it. I guess you can <laughs> if you want. <laughs> all right. So Sunday morning, we're all going out to Big G's for breakfast. 
And I was pumped. I hadn't been to Big G's breakfast in, no joke, like five years. And we're all sitting there enjoying our meals. And for some reason, eggs get brought up. (laughs) I don't remember why. I think it's because I said I love these eggs. All right. And Joe got talking to us about eggs. And he says, you know what, guys? I got something really factual and totally true to tell you. He said... There's no difference between eggs over easy and over medium. So instantly, we're all kind of like, what? What do you mean? We're asking him to explain himself for like five minutes. Please stop. And then... (laughs) The harassment, it never ends. It was was funny because this rarely happens. Then finally, Joe's like, what do you you mean? I never said over easy is the same thing as over medium. And we're like, yeah, you all did. So it was like 5v1. And I guess this is more of an inside joke now that I'm kind of mentioning it. No, But it was hilarious that you like, I think it made it more funny that you just like took it so hard. You were the embodiment of the hello darkness, my (laughs) old friend. You're like in the corner of the booth, silent. It's because I defended my initial (laughs) point so hard. I could have sworn that, I said, I don't even, I don't understand to right, to right now. I don't understand where my mind was, Yeah, but I could have swore that I saw a video or I don't even know. I don't even remember at this point. I thought one of you said sunny side up, Yeah, which is very, very, very similar. It's essentially the same thing as over easy. There's like one. Slight, it doesn't get flipped the second time. Right. But yeah. essentially it's the same texture, consistency, yeah. everything. And I guess I thought one of you said sunny side up, even though everyone was clearly saying oh, yeah. over medium. <laughs> but in my brain, I heard sunny side up. So I was like defending this <laughs> point that was wrong. I was saying that it was fact. And you guys are just all looking at me so weird. And then when I realized that I was wrong, I just, like you said, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. It was a hard morning. Good yep. thing the food was good. Oh, my word, man. It was great. I was telling Ethan, who who went with us, that... I wasn't really feeling good after that crepe. And I should, when I say that crepe, I don't know if you, anyone's ever been to Big G's. I'm sure most of our listeners here have. But they have literally big food. And when I saw a crepe for like $4.50, I'm like, okay, so it's one giant crepe, which should be one thin pancake. No, it was like three giant crepes rolled up. I mean, think of like a foot long four or five inch thick Swiss roll. It was probably about but it a was foot long. A crepe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was filled with like brown sugar, cinnamon, and whipped cream. And I put syrup on it too. Yeah, I don't know Let why me, you did that. Well, because I gotta have a little bit of that, you know, just in general. So it tasted amazing, but for the rest of the day I was like, I'm I'm not <laughs> eating sugar for the rest <laughs> of my life. Tasted so much sugar. I was actually going to, when you like were considering the crepe and then you ordered it. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, because you order at the counter, so I never had a chance. But when you got the crepe, when they put it on the table or you sat down with yeah, your yeah. plate, I wanted to mention it, but I, I think someone else started talking to me, so I forgot to. But every time I go to a restaurant and I order a crepe for breakfast, I regret it because they're so sweet. Like 100% of the time, they're basically just sugar-filled pancakes. Oh, yeah. And they're delicious, but I, I, I feel like I like a more savory breakfast yeah. than like a super sweet one. So when I saw you get that, I'm like, ooh, man, I well, like them too. I got eggs and toast too, but I really yeah. regret just like... All the sugar. I feel like what I expected was a pancake with a little bit of brown sugar. 
But what I got was like brown sugar with like a tiniest bit of of pancake. (laughs) Whatever. Sometimes I feel like we're the most boring podcast ever. I don't think so. Come on, okay. man. Okay, anyway. This this is <laughs> this is entertaining stuff. People want to hear okay. about your crepe experience. Man, yeah, totally. Someone's out there right now with their journal and they're quickly scribbling like, down oh, man, favorite Jake, Jake and Joe show moments. Uh, crepes, episode 71, <laughs> uh, timestamp, roughly seven minutes. So when they run into me, they're going to be like, hey, I hear you like crepes. I'd Could like you please sign my crepe? crepe? Please sign my crepe. Sign my crepe. <laughs> <laughs> they open this styrofoam <laughs> thing with a like a moldy old crepe. It rolls, <laughs> it rolls up. <laughs> Sign it right there in the middle, and I'll roll it up and put it under my pillow. <laughs> Another thing this week that consumed a lot of my time was I decided to take the plunge. Uh, I'm over here rolling my I'm eyes. I'm taking. I decided to start chasing the dragon again, boys and girls. Playing World of Warcraft. Mistakes. Boo. And let me tell you what. From day one when I resubscribed, it was all I could think about. Boo. I'm getting crazy with it, man. I'm playing the auction house hard. I'm just like trying to flip. I'm trying to flip online now. <laughs> oh, it's I crazy guess, and digital. I, I guess technically you have less to lose flipping in the game. Even yeah, because it's just digital currency. But you're still spending money to play the game. So you're losing 100% because you don't ever gain any real money, right? Um, no. No, you could if you if you flip an item and make like a ton on it, you could like buy in game time. Yeah, you and could. not have to pay fifteen. Huh? Yeah. There's the perk. Uh huh. Well, actually, yeah, that's very true. So yeah, I've been killing it in Azeroth. You know, slaying slaying humans and instead doing my of, part. Instead of picking up the division two to play with two of your homies, you decide to go be a nerd and play WoW all alone. I've been looking for a game that I could just chill and at my own pace you know what i've been the majority of my time playing world of warcraft has been me fishing and cooking and flipping things on the auction house that's pretty much as chill as it gets yeah and and like running around the city doing daily quests like hardly doing anything yeah but it's like that's the kind of thing i've been looking for for a while a time killer that's fun yeah, if you were playing The Division with Cody and I, I don't think you'd feel, like, rushed or anything because he and I don't play very fast. We're pretty leisurely players. I, yeah. I know I've played, like, online RPGs with other people before who scream through it. Like, they yeah, just it, don't it ever, makes it like, not fun. Exactly. And I feel like Cody and I are both on the same page when it comes to, like, you know, just taking our time. We don't have to be constantly doing something. Yeah. Um, if we just stop and do random side activities for a half hour, so be it. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so I don't think you'd feel rushed, but it's definitely not as relaxed as WoW can be. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm one of it. one of the things I miss a lot about playing with you that one weekend was just how like chill it was. You could just kick back, throw your feet up, and just do quest after quest. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And speaking of which, I'm looking forward to playing this summer. Hopefully, yeah, when I think they release it's this WoW summer. Classic. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be real fun. I'm kind of worried that. Uh, most of most of everyone's just kind of glamorizing and romanticizing. We say that word a lot here. The past and when classic comes out, we're all going to be like, "Oh, this everything was so bad." Like, <laughs> I, I don't have a ton of experience with the game, <laughs> so I don't know that I will be taking a huge step back. It'll just be different from right. your perspective. Yeah, exactly. 
So I'm looking forward to it. Um, be buying a new graphics card, upgrading my PC, super powerful, and then jumping into a game that's 15 <laughs> years old. I'm looking forward yeah, to oh it. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to get all your frames. No problem. <laughs> so one more thing I wanted to mention before we move on to Song of the Week. I know I mentioned to you that sometimes when I come into class early, there's always conversations that I walk into. And for whatever reason, like the people who end up going in early are the type that will converse and kind of engage in conversations that most people find uncomfortable and public. I mean, we're talking religion, politics, stuff like that. And for the most part, a lot of the people in my class are like right leaning. You can say it. Well, yeah, that too. Neck beards, <laughs> but also like kind of right leaning. Okay. So one of my teachers, I don't know, I walked in and all of a sudden they were like arguing, not really arguing, but having a uncomfortable conversation about Columbus. And <laughs> I know that's a sensitive topic basically everywhere right now. Yeah. And for good reason. And it was so, oh, actually, this was something I wanted to say. So let's just put a pin in that. Just remind me, Columbus. Columbus. But another thing that my teacher started talking about was in the middle of class um he said and i even quoted him because i just liked the way he said it he was explaining to us how inductors work in a circuit i think it was and he said i don't know how you guys think but i always ask why am i learning this and is it due to tradition or is it practical and i like looked up at him and i nodded my head i was like yes Yes. <laughs> Standing ovation. Jake yes. stood up and started clapping. Yes. <laughs> I yes. totally agree with that. I, I hate. Bravo. And I've, I've mentioned it on the show so many times where it just seems like, especially in learning too, that a lot of what we learn is just for tradition's sake. And a, a point he brought up immediately after was why memorize formulas when in the real world, Everyone's going to have the internet. Everyone's going to have Google. Yeah. He doesn't make us memorize things like one over two pi frequency capacity. Right. Because I guess even though I memorized it, he doesn't make us memorize it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think forced memorization is kind of silly yeah. in this day and age because, first of all, if it's something that in your day-to-day -day life you're using all the time, you're going to remember it anyway. Right. But then if you don't, like you said. You'll have Google. And even if you didn't have Google, what are you going to do? You're going to look it up in a book. Yeah. So like this forced memorization doesn't really make much sense ever, to no, be honest. it really doesn't. I had a teacher in high school who hit my chemistry teacher. He didn't believe in memorization. So thankfully, I never had to memorize the periodic table mm. or anything like that. And our books were, our tests were open book. I think that's really um, like progressive, not necessarily in a political way, but in a educational way is very progressive of him to think that way that long ago right i mean the internet was a thing but it's i feel like i didn't have a smartphone it, then yeah it's still in the minority to right. think that way i yeah. think so that's really neat anyway columbus back to that sweet little well no of... i want to save that till for discussion oh you want to save that till I think later now, oh yeah. okay. i think now right. we can get into uh song of the week yeah and by week we mean w-e-a-k because both of us are not strong very true man strong of the week i could more bench like press it. like an infant maybe that's uh 
I think that's looking a little too high. I know. Personally, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe I get, like fresh out of the womb, I could bench press. Fresh out the womb. An infant. Sounds like a rap album. Speaking of rap, I think that means it's about time for song of the week. Where we never, where we use never rap. use rap. <laughs> I don't care. It was a good segue. Let me have this. <laughs> okay. What do you have this week for us? Well, you know, I was telling Joe, listeners. I'm starting to get into a little bit of a slump because already halfway already man through. halfway through it's I don't listen to a ton of music I listen to Discover Weekly most weeks but lately it's just so hit and go or touch and go whatever hit or miss hit or touch miss and hit go. or miss that's what I meant <laughs> hit or miss and it's just been so many misses lately it's like this song's bad or this song's decent there's nothing that lives up to the standards of Song what I really want, you know, song of the week, exactly. But I went back into my archives a little bit. I dug into something that's a little different for me, a little different for the show, I'd say. And it is called Ghost. No, it's not. It's called Faith by Ghost. And it is a metal band. Metal. That's very like what we're about, you know. Heavy. A C- couple of nerds. Yeah. We're into metal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's 30 seconds of that. So a big reason why I chose this song was because I remember showing up in the Discover Weekly and I was like, oh, this is metal. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I trusted Spotify. And to be honest, I kind of wanted to like it. You like it. I can tell you like it. Look at you. You're gleeful. You're happy. Yeah, I do like it. Well, you said you wanted to like it. That makes it sound like... Well, no, I, I, I paused because I forgot what I had just said. My memory's really bad. That happens often. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does a lot. I, I make I a lot out, of really bad mistakes. Listeners, I edit out all the goos between <laughs> Jake's words. He'll Unintelligible. He'll be like, hey, guys, welcome to the Jake and Joe <laughs> show. <laughs> For real. You know, I was telling Ethan, um, I was like, man, I'm surprised Joe, uh, or not really surprised, but like, if I reacted the way Joe reacted to his mistake on Sunday, I would just be like that constantly because I always make mistakes like that. <laughs> I got to admit that some of the way I was acting, was I know just, I was being dramatic. I know that's what I said. Cause I was, like, you guys seem to be getting, yeah. getting a kick out of it. And at the end of the day, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you were just saying when we were listening to that clip, the progression in the chorus, yeah, where it says, note, I am all eyes, yeah. I am all ears. It's just cool sounding. Sounds good, yeah. And it's nice to hear something really saturated once in a while. And, and metal really fulfills that need. It definitely does. It's very noisy music. Yeah. So how about you? What did you bring this week? You know, it's kind of funny. We've heard from our listeners that a lot of times 
they like my song of the week yes. more than they like yours. Yes. And a lot of times people will leave the show and they'll actually go listen to my song. Right. But they won't and listen to And then they'll be yours. like, what did Jake? Uh, Pretty much. Nah. Whatever. I feel like this episode, the tables are going to be flipped because yours is a song that I feel like is going to appeal to more people than mine will. I kind of went your direction a little bit with this. Yeah. I don't know if you agree or not based on what you heard before yeah, the show. Yeah, I'd say so. I added this song to my list uh, quite a while ago. I was doing a rewatch of the sitcom Scrubs probably better part of a year ago now, maybe a little bit less than that. And near the end of the series, they do what most sitcoms do, and they had a clip show where it was just like highlights, like some of their best moments over the years or whatever. And they had a uh, sequence where it was just a bunch of clips from different episodes of the characters dancing for whatever reason. And this is the song that they had playing in the background for that segment, and I really liked it. So I looked it up, and... I think I threw it on a few Spotify playlists, and I've listened to it a handful of times, and it's just always stuck in my head. The beat's really catchy, mm-hmm. so I wanted to bring it to you guys. Here is 30 Seconds of Diner by Martin Sexton. You may find a diner down to Georgia, Carolina, up to 20 by the pickwick, me a country out of Wayne's bro. When it's getting late and rainy out in the air, say you hang a Louie off a theory and you go and grab yourself a cheeseburger at a little gym diner. Oh, I'm six diner. Diner, my shiny, shiny love. And the night you're all I'm thinking of. Diner, my shiny, shiny love. What'd you think? I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's one of those uh, happy-go-lucky songs. Yes. So it's a perfect song to have in the background of just people dancing. Yeah, right. It's a good counter to your song, too. Happy-go-lucky versus... Satanic and evil. Yeah, yeah, satanic (laughs) and evil. I like that we have uh, yin and yang around here. Pretty much always. Like, we didn't plan this. No. And they were completely opposite. Yeah. Before we move on, uh, I did want to mention, I forgot to do it on on my turn. What I've been listening to for the last three or four days is a very, very popular and common song. So I didn't want to make it my song of the week is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Now, I know you and Adria both have been listening to Billie Eilish for a long time, and I didn't even like her. Ocean Eyes, I was like, all right, that's nice, but I would never actually choose to listen to it. But then I was working on Friday, and one of my bosses, Troy, he made a playlist and when he was out working in the garage and he started right up it was the first song that that started going and if you haven't listened to bad guy the from the very beginning it's just a very like uh like a pounding beat it goes boom 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 it's like whoa what, what is this this is right? funky fresh and then the way she's singing go bailey it, go yeah bailey. <laughs> basically go bailey. you're just constantly moving and then she's like oh, you're just digging it the way her cadence the way she's singing it, and then the little chorus comes in with those little... It's just nice. It's really cool. So that, I wanted to just give that an honorable mention. And to be honest with you guys of what I've actually been listening to for the last, like, four days. So Before we end Song of the Week, I think there's something else that you need to come clean and tell our listeners, Jake. Okay. You got fooled. 
What? April Fools. Oh my Jakey. word! April so, Fools. Yes, Jakey. that's right. So last week, you guys remember how I was talking about? I was listening to Discover Weekly, and it was just all old music. And I was like, "Yeah, I really think Spotify just takes one song you like and just turns it into an entire list." And just like, oh, yeah, you, you listen to this one old song. So here's every old song from the 60s and 70s. Well, there was one that I legitimately liked, and that was called Rhapsody in Blue. Turns out I didn't look close enough because for April Fool's Day, which was a Monday, which is when Discover Weekly comes out, it was called Disco Cover Weekly. So oh, it added the they... extra CO. Oh, it was disco cover weekly. Clever. Yeah, and it was just a bunch of disco covers, and I totally got fooled, man. I, it was probably one of the most clever pranks ever, and it just per- it played perfectly well because it just happened to be on a Monday, right? When Discover Weekly's comes out, yeah. So and so, no, like you didn't even notice, you no. didn't even think to look for it. No, I mean, and it wasn't too far fetched that that music would be in my discover weekly so i wasn't completely thrown i was just like wow spotify like once in a blue moon i listened to a song like this so spotify must have just take that and ran with it but. i i think if i had started because li- i don't really listen to discover weekly anymore i think yeah. i would have probably figured it out like two or three songs in because i'd be like why am i getting disco i never listened to disco yeah but i thought that was pretty funny and i wanted you to uh yeah I, I forgot about it and mention it because you made fun of me yeah. My egg mistake. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> All right. So let's go into what apparently is Tidbits 3. Tidbits 3. Woo. Yeah. Completing the trilogy. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Wahoo. Yeah. Woo. Wahoo. Wahoo. Was that Mario? Nintendo 64 <laughs> Mario sound. I don't remember. Let's start Tidbits 3 with something I already mentioned because... Well, I already mentioned it. And that was our whole discussion about Columbus. So, like I had started talking about, my teacher was talking with a classmate who was insisting that Columbus was a bad guy. And objectively, yeah, he was. (laughs) Factually. (laughs) He was. Literally. (laughs) Not not really, you know, any other way to look at well, it. Well, but my teacher, and, 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 and this isn't knocking my teacher because, I mean, he is a very, like, right-leaning person, but he's very, like, factual, and he has a good way of thinking. So usually, even when I don't agree with him, I'll see his side. I really do see how he is coming across to things. Okay. This is probably the most controversial, though. Right. He was saying that we shouldn't compare Columbus to how we think the world should be here in 2019, essentially. He said the culture was so different in the 1400s that there isn't any realistic way we could compare him to us and i guess that's an okay point but what's the point when you're dealing though because people back then like slavery was a thing and it wasn't a big deal so i guess his argument in a sense was since slavery was okay in the 1400s 
that made it okay for Columbus to sell so, Native Americans so like, as he, he's slaves. He's arguing that like he's not exceptionally bad because that was the norm. For the time. Like he was a normal guy I in guess, the time. I, I guess, but I still don't see like why make that point? Why is that a point that needs to be made? I know. It was, like it's, today – that slavery yeah. <laughs> is bad. So why would we? I, why I, should we celebrate? I, remember, I, I walked in on this. So I think you might have missed something. I, I think maybe it had to do with the holiday. I would um, imagine so. It's coming up. I yeah, believe. I think it right? was like. Well, I think Columbus Day is in the fall. Hey Google, when's Columbus Day? According to Wikipedia, Columbus Day is a national holiday in many countries of the Americas. We know. Which officially celebrates the anniversary of Christopher Columbus's arrival in the Americas on October 12th, 1492. October 12th. Okay, so not anywhere close. It's, it's the fall, <laughs> but I, we always bring up holidays because we keep missing class. And it was a snowy morning and people probably were talking about missing class. And I think I'd be placing bets on that's how the conversation gets started. Okay. So then... You know, he's he's basically just making that choice to kind of justify Christopher the, Columbus the and I'm like and I'm like teacher Yo, listen, teach. Listen. Usually I agree with you or at least I can see your side, but I'm kind of failing to see your side this time, man. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to try to compare maybe like 1900s to today because that's like for some reason the difference was so small that it is harder to compare but when the difference is huge i mean we're still talking about a human life you know slavery like even though it was normalized people must have thought hey maybe what i'm right exactly (laughs) maybe what i'm doing is not okay yeah i maybe people just didn't care like i'm trying to see how that point can be valid and i guess it's hard to because we don't know what life was like in the 1400s i mean people died at the age of 38 i just i guess uh, we can just kind of finish it and move on to something else with if you can see how it would be excusable in any way i mean in the sense of his i guess i can i, I don't agree yeah like any bit yeah. But I can see where he's coming from. That like, if something was normal then that isn't now. I mean, I guess then he wouldn't be bad. But if right. he was doing what he was doing then, now, we but, would consider him like a horrible person. Would so you why argue celebrate that what he did today? He wouldn't be doing that. I guess if like you maybe he'd be doing something else that today. is legal now that for whatever reason might be looked at as unethical or unethical 600 years from now like what if i don't know i what if uh i don't what if 600 years from now something we do is considered a massive human rights violation right i don't i don't think that it's a point that needs to be made like it's okay sure it's logical it makes sense i see what you're saying but you don't need to make that point because when it all boils down to it we're deciding what we celebrate as a holiday yeah. today. And today we should not be celebrating a holiday which right. like exemplifies and honors a dude who, you know, was pretty bad dude. Yeah. Like in accordance with our current times. Holidays can be removed. We don't always have to celebrate a holiday because right. it made sense at one point in time. 
I think it goes along with the fear that we're erasing history. But some history is terrible. And yeah. we're not going to forget it. No. I think people are is, people use that as an excuse. Like when we want to get rid of the the southern flag, what the heck's that called confederate again? The confederate flag. flag. Like why why <laughs> why do you like the flag? I mean, I don't get I, I, I don't see get people that. living in Maine who fly the confederate flag yeah, and make then much they sense. try to say that it doesn't stand for slavery when that was the whole reason that the civil war started right it was a major major part of the start of the civil war was because the north wanted slavery abolished and the south didn't and this kind of ties into the whole with not being able to compare modern times with times then because in the south it was just like normal to just have slaves but right. I don't know. It's it's it was still wrong, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, why in 2018, 2019, would you like want to be remembered as a part of that? It, it blows guess, my mind. I'm trying to think of a good analogy, and I guess the best I can come up with is like, say, Hitler. Yeah. Like discovered something like a okay. cure a cure for sickness or something like right, that right, right but then he used that information to like murder millions and millions and millions of people as he did yeah for like a short window afterwards maybe people would like honor him for his discovery of like the cure for a sickness mm -hmm. and i i mean i guess this isn't even that great of an analogy but today what he did was horrible. So right. why would we why would we honor his like yay, he found a cure to a sickness, but then he took advantage of that situation and murdered millions and millions of people. Right. Like, so, sure, woohoo, Columbus sailed the ocean blue and right, quote right, unquote right. discovered America, but then he enslaved tons of people right. like against their will and made their lives horrible. <laughs> like, why are we celebrating the one good thing he did when it led to right. a lot of horrible things that he did? I think we're just very enlightened in the past, like, 50 years. No, I wouldn't even say 50. I'd say in the last 20 years. I'd say since the internet the became internet. a thing, really. Yeah, because then people are like, well, hold up. We really look at history in a larger scope than previous generations. I think a lot of people didn't care. People just didn't care because they didn't have access to information. I think that – I don't think that that's the case. I think people have always cared. I just don't think that they've had an easy way to voice their opinion until the internet. I Say, really for don't example, know. Um, Joe Schmo. Well, I shouldn't use my name because my name's Joe. John Smith, he feels that uh, the South should have won the Civil yeah. War <laughs> 20 years ago. He could think that, but he doesn't really have a way to voice it. Now, 2019, he can word his opinion online in such a way that it's not immediately apparent to people who might be slightly less intelligent that yeah. he's saying that he thinks the South should have won and that slavery should still be a thing. And he can voice that to people who will then share, like, and spread it around to others. And eventually you've got something that's turned into just an idea that this John Smith character had into an idea that millions of people have seen and now subscribe to.
Yeah, I think that's a variable. But, I mean... A massive variable. How many baby boomers do you know that actively talk about injustices? Very few. That's true. They don't care. I mean, I'm willing to say it. Because I because in my personal experience, that's what I've noticed. is is It seems like older people, they don't care about anything outside their small circle and for whatever reason the mexican border <laughs> oh no now we're getting into a territory i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to go on the podcast Jake. let's not let's that's not go my, there that's my thoughts and okay and it could also be that they're just old and they don't want to think about anything else anymore could also be doesn't excuse it but that could also be all right, let's move on. We try not to be a political podcast, and I saw that going down a rabbit hole very quickly because uh, you and I are very similar when it comes to our political standpoints, and I just I don't want to get into that right now. So what do we got? What's the next tidbit? All right. Well, let's see. Political, political, political. <laughs> oh, no. Well, guys, I guess uh, oh, oh. Oh, it's, the end of the, it's the end of the show. Uh, no, no, this is... Uh, I mean, I guess it... No, this isn't really political. Uh, so, I'm not going to mention names here. But... <laughs> you have, like, three friends, Jake. If it's about a friend, they're going to know. It's not about, like, a <laughs> friend friend. But it's about someone I know. So, have you heard of the YouTube channel Invisible People? I have not heard of the channel... Channel? The channel. The channel Invisible People. All right. Well, it's run by just one dude. How do you know? Because I've looked into it and I've been subscribed to the channel for a couple months now. Okay. Just making sure you know what you're talking (laughs) about. I I think I do. (laughs) Uh, It's just run by one dude. And he just travels across America when he can and talks to homeless people and tries to put their story out there so as to show us the positive side of the people who are homeless because a lot of times people just dismiss them as lazy and whatever whatever and they totally ignore the fact that for many of them society has failed them right well there was one particular video that i posted last night that really like spoke to me in the sense of perspective every time i watch one of these videos i'm just like wow every time you think you have it rough you should probably watch one of these guys' videos because it's like the these homeless people that he talks to some of them are, are sad i mean totally understandable but a vast majority of them still try to find happiness in any given situation and if they can be happy living in a park then you can find a way to be happy. So basically you thought, check your privilege. Check your privilege, man. Essentially. Yeah. So one of my Facebook friends commented and was just immediately super cynical. Towards the channel or towards towards like... Towards the person. Okay. In the video. Okay. Because... The the homeless person. Yes. Okay. The person who commented was saying that they kind of dealt the validity of some of the things he was saying all right fair and it is fair there was a moment when i'm like uh doesn't quite add up 
But that isn't the point of the video. To me, just because someone might not be telling the entire truth... For instance, okay, I'll, I'll try to explain it here. So this guy was saying how he lost his fiance, and he has... Uh, what's it called? It, it was. It's a cancer, but it's a pancreatic cancer. Ooh, that's yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, it's it really is like the worst cancer you can get. And he was saying how he lost both of his sons, and one of the sons was in the military and died from an IED. And then he mentioned something about his brother dying last week. And then within a minute or two, he was saying how he was hoping his brother could come up to see him and then he said well he never will be able to because he's dead now and i guess the way he worded it would make someone believe oh like did he catch himself in a lie right but like i brought this topic to the podcast because i want to ask what is the purpose of being that cynical and and look, this is coming from... I used to be very cynical. When I was very depressed in like 2015, I was so cynical about everything. I was always finding like the negative and it's like being in the middle of that vortex we're talking about. Yeah, or did talk about. We did talk about way back, episode like 61 now. And you just can't see a way out. And I'm here to say... I think it's taking the easy way out to find excuses to not want to care about somebody or something that really needs to be taken care of. I agree. Then just just being optimistic and just giving people the benefit of the doubt. I completely agree with what you're saying because whether or not that homeless person was telling the truth He's still homeless. He's still homeless. And he's clearly had things go horribly wrong in his life. Right. And maybe, you know, because of the place that he's in, his mental, his brain isn't like working to 100%. Exactly. Like he, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he could think that he was being 100% honest and then realize, oh, wait a minute. No, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like. I, I, I see where you're coming from when you're saying, like, what's the point of being so cynical when we're, you know, talking about another person's life and how horrible it's been for them? It's easier to look at a homeless person and think, oh, they're probably a druggie or, oh, if I give them money, they're probably just going to buy, you're going to spend it on alcohol. It's easier to say that because you are justifying inaction on your end it's easier to do that than actually do something and just be optimistic give people the benefit of the doubt man people are so negative when it comes to that kind of thing like i'm willing to bet that the vast majority of homeless people aren't bad people and and it just seems like so many people think that just because someone's in a bad situation that they deserve it in some way. I mean, that could easily be you. I I think you make a good point there. And I think it's because we're, as humans, I mean, there's a reason there's a saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Because humans are creatures that by nature judge. Mm. And we're so quick to look at something and judge it by what we first see. So if you look at a homeless person 
and you relate their position to your own life. Yeah. You have a house, you have a job, you have a family, you have people who care about you, you have people who right. love you. You look at someone who doesn't and whether or not you want to, whether or not you're a good person, you're judging them on a biological level. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, I mean, if they don't have what I have, clearly it's because they're not as good of a person yes. as me. They are, you and, know, a bad person. You judge them as if they became homeless overnight. Or, exactly. or they've always been homeless. And and I think a lot of people in in our position, like non-homeless people, they'll look at homeless people and be like, oh, I have struggles and I've been able to succeed and push through. So why hasn't this person? Yeah. And not everyone's journey is the same. No, not at all. And people will be like, oh, get a job. Well, I mean, yes, but a lot of homeless people try to get jobs. Exactly. But like... When you're so far down in the pit, how do you honestly expect them to get a job? Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if you, if you are a homeless person and you smell bad, you look terrible, who's going to hire you, man? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure you could probably find some jobs, but it's not going to be enough to go around. Do you remember the, this was probably more than five years ago now, it was a viral video of the homeless man with the golden voice. Yes. That had like I the, thought about like that. The really big, the big, yeah, he, he big held a sign and, and said like, like a low booming voice. Mm-hmm. He's an example of uh, the type of person who, you know, just had a, like a rough go about it. Like he was not a bad person. I don't know if you know his, his story past the fact that he had a video that went viral, but because of that video, he was offered a job in voice acting. Yeah. And I think it was like, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, there was an update video that was posted on YouTube of this guy. And he's still holding a job. He has a house now. He's mm-hmm. reconnected with family. You know, he his life is good because he wasn't a bad person. He was a good person in an unfortunate situation. And he was given an opportunity to, you know, change that situation. And, I mean, it took a offer from someone else. He didn't necessarily seek out the change. But it's it still was an opportunity presented to him that he took full advantage of, and his life is in a much better right. place. He's in a better place now because of that. And that's all it takes. I mean, if everybody was as accepting and understanding of of homelessness and, and what it means to have gotten into that position, there'd be so many less homeless people. It makes me think of, I think it was a barber shop that offered free haircuts to homeless people to help them get a job. And then I've seen things about free tuxedo shops that would, or suit shops or whatever, that would rent out tuxedos for free for people who are looking for a job application or or interviews for a job that don't have money. It's people like that and businesses like that who are understanding and are willing to take that risk that someone's not going to come back with your free suit or whatever. And and that's going to happen, all right? But they're willing to take that risk in order to improve the lives of people who are actually good, who are there because maybe it wasn't in their control. Maybe it was. We all make mistakes, right? And that's another thing. A lot of the retort to we all make mistakes is like, well, we all don't make that bad of mistakes. But like... Screw you, man. That's such a bad... That's just being ignorant Yeah, for ignorance sake. It's being ignorant. It's making excuses. Yeah. And and being judgmental. 
So when I saw that comment, I still haven't interacted with it. I, I was going to make a reply. Let me reply, boy. Let me get up in there and really <laughs> knock some heads around. <laughs> I was going to make a reply and, and try to like basically say what I'm saying, but I'm like, what good is it going to do? I don't even want to engage. But it made me come up with some content for the show. So You can vent about it here passively, yeah. not to the person. <laughs> they'll never know that you talked about them they don't listen to our show no one no, listens to our not. show <laughs> i hope we did the topic justice because it's really important and serious uh but that being said we really got to move on let's talk about the last tidbit of the day the last tidbit which we said was going to be aid requirements so we can just touch on that a little bit this could be a whole episode in the future because there's a lot you could say there is, and I think we need to be careful how much we say because, again, not a political podcast, and this is this is edging on political territory. Uh, not really. It's really not a political. The only way I think it's a political territory is that it seems like Democrats more want to lower the Can voting age. Can you stop age. making it a political thing? But that's, that's the reason why yeah, I, I wanted know. to bring it up. Oh. Okay, then let's make... Let's do it. Well... See if I I'm care. Saying that I'm not scared of you. I want to bring it up because I actually disagree. I don't think lowering the voting age is a good idea. And I'm saying that because I wasn't really informed. And this is personal experience. I wasn't really informed about stuff like that until I was like, geez, probably 20... It wasn't really until the 2016 election that I really looked into this kind of thing. And that was when I was 26. And we're talking about lowering the voting age from 18. Most of the time, when you're a kid, from 18 to like early 20s, you're going to vote on very, very... Trivial? Vain, trivial, topical, trendy things. You know, you're not really going to look deeply into it. Most of the time, you're just going to vote how your parents vote. That's exactly what I did when I was 18. I am 24. Yeah. I'm going to be 25 this summer. And I still don't know that I'm as, as informed as I should be before I vote. Yeah. Like, I do a few hours of research before I go out to the polls and I vote. And even then, I'm like, I don't... Like, yeah, like, I, I don't, hope I made the right choice. Right. I don't actively follow politics. So, like, I feel like even with several hours of research, there's months and months and months of information that I just am not paying attention to. And I don't know that I feel... I don't I don't know if I feel informed. Yeah, it, and prior to 18, I was not yeah, thinking come about on, politics. Dude. Like... They're talking about lowering the voting age to 16. Right. I was playing Minecraft and focused on buying my first car when I was 16. I was not focused on who should be president of the United States. The vast majority of 16-year-olds should not vote, which means none of them should vote. The vast majority of 18-year-olds shouldn't vote. Like, come on. And and, and this is why I kind of was telling you that it, it will tie into the whole minimum age to go into the military is because that is used as a crutch a lot for oh well if you can go into the military at 18 why can't you have a drink it's crazy that you can't drink until you're 21 but you can serve the country at 18 well i mean that's a whole other story but you can't like people just like use uh it's like pivoting 
I can't so, think of the term, but it's 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 an illogical. Remember how we were gonna talk about in season two or three illogical things and arguments? What was oh, it called? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, oh shoot, yeah, I can't remember. It, that's the thing. Exactly that's one of those things about. where you just like pivot from one topic to another, and you're relating two completely unrelated things just to get your point across without actually presenting any facts. So are you saying that? We shouldn't be relating. The I, alcohol uh, thing is, yeah. is for health reasons, right? And I, I was gonna, I, I guess where I was, I guess what I was gonna ask is, you're saying that you don't think we should relate the age you need to be to go into the military to the, to the age. age you can drink. Exactly, I wholeheartedly yeah, agree. I, I can see that because they're very different things. I mean, one is being an able body, right. and two is. And alcohol is – the reason it's 21 is because your brain doesn't stop developing until you're like 25. Right. So I don't know. It's just – Yeah, I, I, I see that. Like if you at 18 have made the choice to go into the military, chances are that's not a decision that would change when you're 21. I th- I don't know if I agree I, with I, that. No, I'm not, not in terms of like – the decision you've made because of your cognitive function. Like your right. brain is cognitively at a point at 18 where you can make that decision. Right. But at 18 drinking physically affects your ability to make cognitive decisions. So why is that something that can be related to the age you should be allowed to go into the military? Right. I'm agreeing with you in a weird way. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I mean, basically I'm just here to say that I don't think that we should, lower the voting age at all i think it's an absolutely terrible idea and this is coming from someone who's very far left-leaning who would whose party would greatly benefit from (laughs) lowering the voting age because right now being a left-leaning person is extremely trendy but while we're on that topic i think i wouldn't even be opposed to raising the age to join the military under the circumstances. I think back in the 1800s, the 1900s, 18 was a good age. But I think now with science the way it is, knowing that we haven't fully developed into adults until I think for girls it's 21 and guys it's like 25, that you're not, you can make the argument now that people aren't mentally ready to make such a major decision that young and this is a little controversial this is what i think i think that you could honestly say that the military right now is taking advantage of that fact and they try to recruit 18 year olds they try to recruit high schoolers very very hard in public school, recruiters come all the not all the time, but quite often. They, and they they make it at your junior year. They have you take the ASVABs, I think it is, which tells you like what you could be in the military. And they come at you with the promotional videos. I mean, recruiters are never truthful. You might get a couple good recruiters, but they they try to sway impressionable young people who according to modern science, are not fully developed mentally. Mm. 
So that I know that's like yeah, that's, wicked that's controversial, point. but I think that the future is going to side with that. And I really hope it does because I know a lot of people come home not mentally right and really regret their decision to go into the military. Yeah, because I think at 18, you're still looking at like... You're romanticizing. Yeah, what's cool. You played Call of Duty. Exactly. And as you get to... I mean, four years in, you're 22. Yeah. And that's when you're like, what have I done? Like... Yeah. This like I was not I And, and have luckily done this. with with most contracts you can leave in 4 years or you can renew it at 4 years. Right. If you go into higher fields like my brother went into nuclear engineering, you have to actually commit 6 years. Well, Jake, normally I think I have thoughts that I want to contribute to the conversation. But I feel like anything I have to say would basically just be reiterating what you... Yeah, because I feel very similarly to you. Yeah. Uh, There are a few things that I might disagree with a little tiny bit, but I don't know that I could coherently explain them. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we're at the limit. We're at the time. So I think we're just going to wrap the show up. Tidbits 3 or tidbits in general... I think I remember the last two times we did tidbits, it was hectic. And I feel like this episode was hectic as well because when we do a single topic, we're able to like really get into one train of thought and think about that nonstop for more than a half an hour. And with tidbits, we're, we jump from topic to topic to topic yeah. in the same time period. And I don't think – I think we had good conversations today. I don't think this was a bad episode by any means. I just think that to us – it feels more hectic. I don't think it feels that way in the finished product. And I hope okay, you listeners <laughs> agree and you can see that as well. Yeah. I um, always just worry about sometimes I feel like the special snowflakes. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> I'm kidding. But sometimes I feel like I'm worried that I just keep talking in trying to find what I'm mean to say. And then I just oh, end up would talking you get on in with circles it? Come on. for like five, 10 minutes you know, just because I can't coherently come up with what I want to say. Right. And that's that's my biggest weakness in this podcast. So I'm always aware of it. Self-conscious of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we got to that point. But that being <laughs> said, I think we will if we don't wrap up. All right. So, uh, okay, see you guys. Uh, bye. Down to the ground. Your dragon is constantly. No, I... I won't make a sound I love the pain It sets me free It's wrong, I can't think right I love the bird below your sound
So, listeners, you might have noticed that that was a rather abrupt ending to the Jake and Joe show. So, before we officially wrap this bad boy up, I think Jake needs to throw us a wise word. What do you got for us this week, Jakey? Omelette. Is that because of eggs? Yes. Oh, thank you. Eat an omelet, enjoy an omelet, make it sunny side up, make it over easy, make it over medium. They're all the same, so it really doesn't matter. I was just going to (laughs) say. Thanks for listening this week, guys. See you guys next week.